Welcome to My Empower Project with your host, Erin Rowe. We will discuss nutrition, fitness, becoming your own boss, and just becoming better every day. I invite you to join My Empower Project as we embark, embrace, encompass, and enlighten. Today we will be discussing gut health and mindset. Karen Nicole is an IFBB pro and also was one of my past coaches who guided me to win first, third, and fourth places in my first two back-to-back NPC bodybuilding competitions, and that qualified me for nationals all three times in April thanks to her support. Karen has built a community of women with her app, Best Me, and also her Fit Camp and her YouTube channel. Thank you for being here, Karen. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Erin. I've got to say I'm so proud of all that you've accomplished. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I chose you as my coach because you remind me of myself. And it seems to me that you always incorporated whole foods into your diet. And now you're a digestive health specialist. I do have to admit that gut health is usually not a thought in my mind. And especially in our 20s, it's not even something my girlfriends and most of us being in our 20s and 30s typically discuss. And I realized we should. So I wanted to ask, why did you start to focus on your digestion and, in other words, gut health? Well, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Erin. My digestion and my gut health is something I've actually focused on my entire life. Um, But it wasn't until fairly recently that I decided to really make things official and, you know, obviously get my digestive health specialist certification. But, you know, I heard you say that, it's not something that you've ever really thought too much about or that you and your girlfriends chat too much about. But let me ask you this. How many times have you or one of your girlfriends said to one another, oh, my God, I'm so bloated today? <laughs> Very often. You're right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and all that is, all, all gut health is, is a fancy word for, oh, my God, I'm so bloated today. <laughs> so, wow. Everybody deals with it, and um, a lot of people just don't understand why. And so, um, and, and our, our gut health is truthfully um, in control of so much. It's, it's eighty to ninety percent of our serotonin receptors are found in our gut. So, I mean, that's the chemical in your brain that tells you if you're happy or not. So, you know, when people are feeling like they are fatigued or uh, their mood is off. Um, they are bloated constantly. They're dealing with chronic constipation. All sorts of those things, they're all tied into um, the health of your gut. And even even when it comes down to weight loss, uh, a lot of people that are feeling stagnant and plateaued at their weight loss, uh, it, can, it can also be a factor in gut health can be a factor in that as well. So certainly it just controls so much. Um, and it's something that I'm super excited to um, just be more knowledgeable about so that I can better serve my clients. That's fascinating. I didn't even consider it affecting your mood. I knew that it affected autoimmune issues and maybe thyroid, which is kind of popping more into conversations. But how would someone go about checking if their gut bio is affecting them? Mm. 
I mean, there's definitely a, a large process that I do with my clients, um, taking them through an intake and checklists and things like that. But if you're, if you are struggling with, you know, if you're struggling with chronic bloating, if you're feeling like when you eat, if you're eating healthy foods, quote unquote healthy foods that are, uh, you know, preservative free and they're unprocessed and you're still feeling like, you know, oh, I eat this and I'm constantly bloated, um, and if you feel, you know, if you're just not feeling like you're using the bathroom regularly, things like that, that's definitely some key indicators that this may be an area that you want to investigate further. If you're feeling like, you know, you're putting forth tons of efforts in regards to diet and in regards to training and not making any progress, um, that'd be another indicator where this might be something that you'd want to investigate a little bit further. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up just as like a young woman of any age, really, who does currently watch their diet or an exercise, and they just want to feel energetic again and feel better. How can gut health affect your, your fitness results and your weight loss? Well, if you think about it like this, when your body's digesting, it is essentially expending energy to do that. So if you're constantly feeling fatigued and you do have digestive health issues or gut issues, um, your energy levels are going to completely slump because your body is spending so much more energy trying to break down those foods. If you have sort of a slower digestive system or digestive problems, you know, it's going to take the body a lot longer and a lot more energy to break down those foods. So that's essentially why somebody who's dealing with these problems is going to feel that slump in energy. Does that make sense? Yes, this is like eye opening because I really haven't put these things together. Mm-hmm. And, and that many, how many people have? I think it's a very, it's something that I'm seeing more and more people talk about now and in the fitness space, which is really exciting because I think people are creating more of an awareness that it's so much more um, about the external and it truthfully is what's going on on our insides. And I'd love to see that. But I think up until recently, it wasn't something that was talked about a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what's the first thing I should do if this is something I want to prioritize just to minimize my wrongdoings over the years? What do you suggest? Um, I mean, number one, I, I think that there's so much value in reaching out to a specialist. I mean, these are people like myself that have years of experience and have certifications and knowledge that can assess what's going on. Because a lot of times, um, it's not like a blanket sort of black and white, you know, one size fits all approach, which I'm sure you understand. Right. Because done competitions you've done things like that and you know that when it comes to like diet and training there is no one size fits all approach everybody's history and the things that they've gone through are going to impact what sort of your specific blueprint would be and that same thing is kind of that same thing is you know is um relevant when it comes to our gut health as well. It depends on the specific things that you're struggling with and what you're going through. Obviously, there are some, you know, um, general recommendations that I give to women when they ask me um, just for some little tips and tricks that they can do to sort of uh, ease the bloating, help with the pain and inflammation and, and things like that. But if it's something that you really are struggling with, obviously, you getting a really good protocol in place to assist with long-term health and sort of repairing that gut lining um, is going to be something that would be necessary. And then obviously it's that, that protocol is going to look different from person to person. Okay. I see. 
So how would I go about tracking macros or is this something that I would shift gears and just totally concentrate on the gut? Oh, no, this is, they don't have to be, it's not a one or the other type of thing. Absolutely not. Okay. Can you talk about your thoughts on why mindset is an idea that you touch on so often with your community? Oh, 100%. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, Erin, but my background is actually in psychology. So I have a graduate degree in psychology. I worked full time um, as a psychologist uh, for several years before I got into fitness full time. Um, and, you know, with that background, I truthfully just see so much value in doing that inner work and knowing that we really can't ever achieve our optimal physical well-being unless we're working on ourselves from the inside out. And, you know, I can honestly say that the reason that the women that I work with do become so successful is because we are working on, we are doing that inner work alongside the physical work. And, you know, our bodies respond to that. You know, if you're in a place where you're struggling with self-doubt, limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, negative self-talk, the body's going to respond to that and it's going to respond a lot slower to that. You know, when you're doing things where you're creating sort of that choice awareness in regards to the thoughts that you keep in your mental space and taking time for, you know, maybe a good morning routine that's going to set you up for success and build those healthy habits, you know, from the inside out, your body's going to respond, you know, more proactively to that. So it really is, the approach I take really is one of um, a holistic approach because truthfully, uh, that's what creates sustainability and that's what creates long-term results. Yeah, what I'm learning here is you don't really have to pick either gut or your body image. No, the two can be tied together for optimal health, and that's what we all want. Yeah, they absolutely should be. Now, I'm curious, as a pro bodybuilder and a coach to many bikini competitors, can I ask how your feelings have changed about that sport? Oh, I still have so much love for that sport. I mean, um, bodybuilding is what, you know, got me to become the woman that I am today, all of the experiences that it's provided me with, all of the opportunities that's provided me with, I mean, all of the wonderful clients that it's brought into my life. I'm sure that one of the reasons that you reached out to me was because of my track record in bodybuilding, right? So, um, you know, I, I have absolutely nothing negative to say about the stage. Just because my gears have sort of shifted does not mean that I do not have so much love and respect for the sport. Um, I think that, you know, throughout our lives, I think if we don't you know, begin to allow ourselves to explore other possibilities we and experience new sources of fulfillment, then we're not learning and we're not growing. And so, you know, I, I'm just, I'm excited for where this journey has taken me and that I am um, sort of, that I have found just a new sense of happiness and fulfillment in my coaching and in helping other women become the best versions of themselves. That's by no means to say that, you know, I'm still not taking care of myself. I am my own walking billboard, right? So, um, you know, like my health and my, my fitness is always going to be a priority for me. But, you know, at this time in my life, the stage is just not something that um, I see myself stepping on anytime soon. Yeah, I agree. I mean, optimal long-term health is what's important. So there's no reason to put that aside. And yeah, all things, whether it be a transition for your 
your career or anything, they lead to a new door. And you, yeah. you mentioned you had a wonderful career in psychology, but chose to take a risk, leaving it behind for this passion you have. How did you take that transition? Oh, that was honestly one of the more challenging times of my life. I would say that. I mean, anytime that you um, leave a steady income and a secure paycheck and you kind of like take a risk of jumping into the unknown, it is really freaking scary. Um, but, you know, at that time in my life, I really did feel like I was at a crossroads where I was living a life that, although it was steady and secure, it really did not feel like I was living my, that I was living my truth or my authentic self or really what my, you know, my God-given purpose really was. Um, I knew that, you know, helping women and, and helping in some way, shape or form in that mental health would always be a part of my, of my path. Um, but, you know, I just truthfully knew that there was something else out there and something more that I needed to be doing. Um, and so I just finally told, told myself, you know, Karen, now it's, it's now or never. And, you know, when you, when you push off sort of things like that, making scary decisions like that, and you tell yourself later, or you wait until you're quote unquote ready, all that ever happens is you end up waiting for the rest of your life. Later becomes never. And so, um, it really truthfully just was one of those instances where I just literally had to put one foot in front of the other and just absolutely do it and go for it. And I just told myself, Karen, you, you won't, you're not going to fail because you won't allow yourself to fail. And, you know, it's been four years since I made that decision and um, across the country started my business. And um, I have to say that, I, you know, I'm in a place where I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I have absolutely zero regrets that I took that risk. And, you know, I, I just can't encourage people enough to just truthfully, like, you know, just, just listen to themselves, listen to your heart and obviously be logical in the sense of, you know, making sure that you, uh, have yourself set up for success a little bit, but you know, just don't ever let, just, just, just don't let fear hold you back from discovering your full potential in life. Oh, that's so wonderful. And it's so inspiring to me. It really is. And as, as a fellow business owner, I'm going to admit that I do have fears. And sometimes you just, uh, someone, what if someone disagrees with me? What if someone already did this? Should I do something different? And how do you overcome if you do come across fears? I have fear every single day. And the more you, the more you level up and the more you, uh, your business grows, the more fears you feel, honestly. Um, and we all experience that, that sort of, uh, fear gremlin or that, that, um, that imposter syndrome, you know, like where you ask yourself, why me? Or, you know, like, why should I be doing this? Or who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna buy that course from me? Who's going to listen to my advice, you know, on that? We all experience those limiting beliefs. And even after you've been doing it for years, I, I can guarantee you, you're still going to ask yourself those questions. Um, but you have to remember that your your passion alone and just your, like I tell them, I know in my case, my passion alone and my pure, just my pure purpose to literally change women's lives and, and know that I will not quit until, you know, that until I've done that or, you know, just my investment in the women that I work with 
and knowing that their success is equally as important to me as it is to them, that makes me, you know, that makes me credible enough, you know? Um, obviously, like, I have the certifications and I have the experience and things like that, but your passion and purpose, that's going to carry you so much further than a piece of paper that says you're certified. You know what I mean? There yeah. are so many people out there that have more experience than perhaps the next person or has a, have a degree that somebody else doesn't have or has a certification that somebody else doesn't have. But you know what? Those people might not be working as hard. Those people might not be as passionate. Those people might not have the best interest of their clients at heart, you know? So just remembering that comparison truly is the thief of all joy and just focusing on you, staying true to yourself and keeping your intentions pure and you're always going to be successful. That is so encouraging. I love that quote you just said, comparison is the thief of all joy. I'm going to repeat that to myself. It's true. And, you know, if you find that getting on Instagram or getting on social media uh, ever sort of brings you down, get off of it. Like, honestly, I can't, I can't say that enough. Like doing social media detoxes is so incredibly important. And if there's somebody that you follow that you feel like brings you more, uh, more, more times of comparison than motivation or inspiration, hit that unfollow button. (laughs) (laughs) That is good advice. In building a business or in building a body, there are things that when I look back, and I'm not as experienced as you, I realized these small things have aided me in my lifestyle, which over time, over years, I've developed. And I wanted to see if any of these small, seemingly meaningless changes that I made had any positive impact in your ability to make your habits and bring you success. So I just have like a few questions for you. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to ask, you did actually mention this briefly. I wanted to see if you have a morning routine and if it truly is a vital part of your every day. Oh my gosh. I cannot live my life without my morning routine. Even when I'm traveling, like I absolutely have to. If I just get up and start my day, like in an anxious state, I am not for myself to to do something. Like when I'm out of town, I try and stick to my normal routine as much as possible. Um, but sometimes, obviously, you know, you're on a different sort of agenda or you're, like, with somebody else. But even, like, for instance, I was just in Santa Barbara for a business mastermind this earlier this week. And um, I had to, I had to like, cut my morning routine a little bit short. And I was staying in a room with a girlfriend. And so things were a little bit off and different. But I woke up a little bit earlier and I said to her, I'm at least going to go for a 20-minute walk outside, listen to a podcast, and – uh, read my devotionals. And so I still took like 10, 30 minutes for myself to just get myself in a good place mentally, um, where I wasn't just rushing into the day and taking care of everybody else before taking care of myself. And truthfully, like doing that and staying consistent with my morning routine, it's not only helped with bringing my anxiety, my stress levels down, um, but it's also helped in uh, increasing my productivity levels. You know, a lot of times I'll hear people say things like, oh, I don't have time to do things for myself. Well, you know what? Take 10 minutes for the day to do something for yourself and watch how much more productive you are throughout the rest of the day. <laughs> you read my mind, Karen, because I was going to ask, if you do add devotionals and books and podcasts into your day, and I agree that it makes a difference in how your day yeah. goes. 
Yeah, it uh, I do. I, I have my devotionals that I read every night. Um, or I'm sorry, every morning I have one that I read at night before I get into bed as well. Um, doing gratitude journaling is something that I love as well, and also setting my intentions for the day. Um, and then I just, those are things that just really put me in just like such a powerful, positive place. Hmm, I love that idea. And I think I know your answer to this, but as far as recovery for your body and restorative sessions, is that something it's easy to neglect, but what are your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh. It is something that's easy to neglect, just like morning routines and things like that. And what's funny is those things that we neglect are the most important things to be doing. (laughs) Um, Especially, you know, as women and how important it is to keep our hormone health healthy and things like that. If we're constantly go, 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 uh, many of us as women in this day and age really are, especially with, you know, the, the society and the culture of, of just being a high performer. Um, you know, we have to keep our, we have to keep our bodies and our minds and our hormones healthy too. And doing things like restorative type work and recovery type work, what I call more parasympathetic activities, those rest and reset type activities, those are so important in order to keep our bodies and our minds balanced and obviously inevitably, uh, you know, lead that long-term to that long-term health. Very important. Well, Karen, you've definitely enlightened me. You've given excellent advice and I can't thank you enough. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Karen Nicole, C-A-R-Y-N-N-I-C-O-L-E. Uh, my YouTube channel, which is just my first and last name, Karen Polini. And then please, please, please come check out my launch of my new website, obviously, KarenNicole.com. Um, I just relaunched it. Got some really exciting new content up there, some um, new programming that I'm offering and just some really exciting ways to reach and impact and just make a change in more people's lives. And so um, those are my top three places where you can find me. Oh, I'll definitely check out your new website. Thank you again. Thanks, Erin. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy to have you as part of our posse and would love for you to comment with what topics you'd like to hear about next. You can find out more at myempowerproject.com. Tap that subscribe button so you don't miss out on the exciting guests and enlightenment to come. Have a fabulous day.